0: Hi, everyone. Welcome to episode 29 of the Fitness Insider Podcast. I'm Natalie Wolf and I'm your host. We're going to dive right in because there's a ton of information you're going to want to hear. So I'm going to go through the wellness and fitness predictions for 2020 and comment on whether I think those were correct or not. You can listen back to episode four, which I will link to in the show notes to hear all of the 2020 predictions and my sweet, sweet optimism for the year. Poor me. So then I'm going to walk you through most of Well and Good's 2021 wellness predictions for home, beauty, fitness, health, and more. I'll save you all the reading time and you can just listen. I did a lot of research and took a lot of notes to touch on the most important aspects of each prediction so you don't have to. Again, I don't go through every single one because there's a lot and there's a ton of information, like a full article per prediction, but I will link that in the show notes as well, so if you have the time, you can read through it all. If not, listen into this podcast episode, and I'm going to touch on most of it and what I think is most important. So I hope you enjoy, let's get this party started. All right, so reviewing 2020, the first prediction was that alt-meat moves beyond beef. Um, They were saying that it was going to be more like chicken and fish alternatives. I didn't see a whole lot of that. I know there are lots of options in the refrigerator and freezer section of like Whole Foods and other like health food stores like that, but um, I think beyond beef and impossible still reigned um, in the alt meat world. So um, I'm not sure that that one was correct. Number two was get ready to add CBC, CBG, CBN, and other cannabinoids besides CBD to your wellness alphabet. I don't even know what those are. So I'm going to say that was not correct. But uh, I mean, I don't know everything, but you guys tell me. Number three is new tech is putting our health data at our fingertips and our healthcare in our hands um so robin Burson, md founder and ceo of the functional medicine practice parsley health says that in recent years she's seen more and more of her patients using wearable devices and smartphone apps to track their personal health data she said when p- patients actually see data that illustrates how destructive behaviors impact them physically it can provide additional motivation to more proactively manage their health such as incorporating appropriate physical activity getting to bed earlier being more open to using stress reduction techniques such as meditation, she said. Um, But remember, wearable tech is still in its early stages and it isn't always accurate, but it helps paint a broader picture of a patient's lifestyle. So things like Aura and Whoop, which has the heart rate variability, the variation in time between each heartbeat and resting heart rate, as well as sleep and respiratory rate, which was helpful for people who are monitoring their health and their response to COVID-19. So I would say... um, They definitely, this one was huge for 2020. Um, A lot of people were using Whoop. I saw a bunch of people using their, or posting their data from their Whoop on Instagram stories saying that they actually were able to catch um, the fact that they were um, getting COVID-19 from the data that they were getting from their Whoop band. Um, Apple Watch also came out with a new watch that I got that now measures blood oxygen, which could also be a good predictor of a potential COVID-19 diagnosis. And it also kind of shows you like if you're, if you're breathing shallow, um, it's all about like stress, um, stress reduction or at least flagging that you are stressed out, which you could probably tell yourself that, but it's interesting to see this data. Um, Globe Newswire also reported in late July 2020 that the smart wearable industry was valued at $2 billion in 2019 and up to $16.12 billion in 2020 at a compound annual growth rate of 22.37%. Um, so I think this growth is mainly due to the COVID-19 outbreak. Um, that led to the increased sales of smart wearables um, and also helped trace um, contacts for COVID-19. So they say the market is expected to reach $24.5 billion in 2023, um, which is crazy. The next one for 2020 was sports bras are getting the high-tech engineering treatment once reserved for sneakers, resulting in options that are more comfortable stylish and performance friendly than ever before i don't think i'd consider this a big a highlight of 2020 but again like i'm not trying to knock any of these predictions i'm just kind of commenting on what i think actually happened and what didn't and no one could have predicted covid 19. let's get real so that really impacted a lot of these predictions Number five is skincare as the reigning beauty queen and in 2020, she'll rule the world. So I think that's definitely true. The global market for cosmetic skincare is estimated to be $145.3 billion this year and it's expected to reach 185 billion by 2027. So there were a lot of um, new skin issues this year brought on by, of course, our fave COVID-19. Maskne was kind of a new term that was coined and a big concern this year. If you're not familiar with it, it's the acne that you get from wearing a face mask all the time also there are a lot more at home treatments like facials masks, serums for skin um, for your skin and for your sanity i know i've been partaking in a lot of the at home stuff since i haven't been getting out and getting facials and going to the spa i really miss that i'm really hoping that we'll get more of that in 2021 um, and also just more consciousness of clean beauty and skincare. i think um, has been a big trend this year number six Megaformer inspired workouts will become mega popular. Um, I think they've always been popular, but the most popular this year was virtual workouts and outdoor workouts for obvious reasons. Number seven, the blooming fertility industry is delivering more options for parents to be. Um, I definitely think that came true. Uh, Modern Fertility is one of the companies that does hormone tests. Mira for uh, Mira Fertility that does hormone tracking. Ava Fertility hormone tracking bracelets. So um, I think the tech industry for fertility has become um, more prevalent this year. Number eight, chickpeas are getting the cauliflower treatment, a.k.a. they're everywhere. So definitely think this is true. Bonza is one of the brands that I love that I've seen everywhere. They've always made the chickpea pasta. And now this year they came out with a chickpea mac and cheese and now pizza pizza. I've got one in my freezer and I'm so excited to try it. Also, there's a lot of chickpea puffs and there's a company called PS Snacks that makes chickpea cookie dough. So all the things and all of the soluble fiber for your gut. It's awesome. Number nine, we'll all breathe easier with air purifying devices in our homes. Um... I believe people became a lot more conscious of this because of COVID-19 and the way that it spreads, so even more so with businesses, but um, companies like Dyson and Molecule, Molecule spelled M-O-L-E-K-U-L-E, have recognized that people are willing to pay a premium upwards of $700 in some cases for towering air purification units that remove and destroy pollutants from the air, so many of which... um, we bring into our own homes in the form of like cleaning products and aerosol beauty products like dry shampoo. So, um, although I know molecule is a really popular one because we've all seen the Instagram ads. My dad did a lot of research on which ones are the best and molecule was not at the top of that list. And there are actually some cheaper ones that are, that perform better. So definitely do your research. Um, if you're looking to buy, um, an air purifying device, Number 10, welcome to the pleasure revolution. More talk about sex in an inclusive, feminist, empowering way. Um, I, I think like well and good predicted that for 2020. And then I saw that they put out a lot of articles about that in 2020. So I don't know, maybe that's just some sort of self-fulfilling prophecy, but I, I haven't been paying too much attention to that category. Number 11, lymphatic health is the next frontier in wellness. Um, I have heard a little more about it, but didn't think it was like a huge forefront. I think we were talking more about immune health. Number 12, the future of beauty is sustainable and consumers won't have it any other way. So I think, yes, this has definitely become more um, at least a topic of conversation in 2020. Um, There are companies like Folane, which is my favorite. You guys have heard me talk about it on this podcast before, but they um, sadly closed their Dallas location. I'm hoping that they'll come back someday, but um, they have the best hand soap like in the world it's actually like you can use it for everything like body wash wash your dog wash your dishes it's called their everything soap and you can go into their store and they have these huge like vats of different kinds of liquid soap and you can refill your own soap containers so that was not a thing this year but um you could buy like refills online and so you can reuse your soap containers um Retailers are also paying closer attention to the sustainability of brands they carry and will continue to do so over the course of 2020. So I think that was true. Um, Megastores like Walmart and Target joined forces in 2017 to create scorecards to rank products on their sustainability practices, including manufacturing, sourcing, and packaging. So um, here's a quote from the senior director at Walmart. Lately, we've heard from customers that like the food they put on their tables and the products they use in their homes, they care about beauty products that are better for them and are more sustainable. So definitely think that is true and definitely a good trend that we um, started and kind of increased more in 2020. Number 13 for 2020 is blue zones. Thinking is er, is coming for our workouts. So in 2020, they said you could expect a more flexible approach to fitness to gain steam. A proliferation of shorter workouts from new and beloved fitness brands will make it easier to fit a sweat session into jam-packed schedules coupled with an increase in adoptions of a quote, blue zones approach to exercise, which I had never heard of, um, wherein we take a cue from some of the longest living people in the world and work more activity into our daily habits. This will have us raising our heart rate. Rate without hitting pause on our days. Flexible fitness for the win. That was a quote from the the article. Um, They said exercise doesn't have to cost a million dollars to be effective. Your only two options are not to go hard or go home. So, whoa. Whoever (laughs) predicted this was like really on point here. Um, We'll talk about that more in the predictions for 2021. But I think definitely um, fitness changed a lot this year for obvious reasons. Um and we will go into that in just a second. All right, who's pumped up to get out of the year 2020? Raise your hand. Let's get into the predictions for wellness and health and fitness for 2021. All right, here's a lot of information, so get ready. Number one, specialized mental health services spell better care for underserved communities. So more mental health apps, online platforms, and expert directories aimed at addressing the needs of specific communities Communities that have largely been marginalized, underserved, or completely left out of the mental health conversation come to the forefront. So much needed due to the pandemic and racial disparity and tension we experienced in 2020. I really hope that this is um, a true thing and that there will be more mental health for everyone, but also for the communities that have been uh, marginalized. Number two, you'll text with your therapist as much as your friends. So psychiatrist Shakivia Johnson, MD, says that during the pandemic, she's seen a rise in people using text hotlines and expects text therapy to be the new Wave in 2021. She said, text hotlines work very well, so it doesn't surprise me that text therapy would emerge next, she says. We have to meet people where they are, and text lines would be an awesome way to engage engage people. I think it's obvious why there's been a rise in people using text hotlines, and I'm so glad that that's an option. Um, and I think that it's just a good sign that people are actually seeking therapy and seeking help, so I would hope that the texting would be a good little bridge between you know when people can actually go see a therapist um, if they don't feel comfortable or just like in a time when you just need to text somebody and you can text your therapist so that's pretty awesome the next one is tracking stress is the new tracking steps So first we counted steps, then sleep quality was the health tech metric to watch, but in 2021, a growing number of wearables will be tracking stress and helping us to do something about it, a development that couldn't be more timely. So even before the pandemic, the majority of Americans reported experiencing stress during the day, and nearly half said they felt worried a lot. And now, a recent study in the journal Cardiology proved that the pandemic is only exacerbating those rampant stress levels to the point that doctors are already seeing an increase in stress-related heart disease. So that fact is um, stressful. (laughs) A quote from Francois, the CEO and co-founder of Feelmore Labs, um he said launching Cove now seems more relevant than, uh, than ever Cove's parent company in those challenging times many of us are facing stress uncertainty, fear and doubt these stressors can impact overall well-being including sleep so Cove was created as a simple tool to incorporate into everyday life that can help um, so Cove um, is actually focused on reducing stress in the moment It's like this little I'm not quite sure how it works, but it goes around the back of your head and helps like it like vibrates or pulses um and how there's some science behind it about how it can calm you down um so they are focused on reducing stress in the moment while whereas garmin fitbit and samsung devices give wearers a stress score and specific stress management tips tailored to lower the score um so Fitbit's lead research scientist, Connor Hannigan, says if the wearable picks up on sweat-triggered stress markers, wearers may be prompted to do an audio-guided meditation through the Fitbit app as a way to help the body relax. And similarly, Samsung Health has partnered with the Calm meditation app to help smartphone and Galaxy Watch users lower their stress scores. Um, And there's like a lot of other, like Garmin... um, prompts users to do breathwork exercise when they detect high stress levels. And even the Apple watch right now, um, it detects when you're stressed and, and helps you to breathe. Um, I always find that it's like the weirdest times that I'm not breathing. Um, and I hardly ever actually do the breathing exercise. So maybe that's a goal for me in 2021. Next up is a new generation of youth wellness programs is growing up. Because schools and after school programs have been shut down for the most part, there are more wellness programs geared towards kids. I feel so bad for those kids and the parents (laughs) that can't go to school, have to do virtual um, schoolwork, and then don't get to go to like soccer practice anymore. Um, So that's why these youth wellness programs are are cropping up. So there's even, I read, this is a a lot of this is quoted from the Well and Good articles, but I read in there that there's even a Barbie wellness collection by Mattel with YouTube meditations. And then there's also kid workouts on digital fitness platform, Obey, um, and things like that. Next up, hard pants have retired making Comfort 2021's dress code. I can definitely... Agree with this one, and I think that it's only going to get bigger and bigger, which is awesome. More comfort. So while they reported a 79% uptick in sweatpant purchases during the pandemic, it's a natural match with the always-at-home lifestyle of 2020, industry experts predict that we're never returning to a landscape where our garments don't make room for functional comfort, even when we head back outside to our routines. So hey, that's that's good news. Um, Madewell just released an athleisure line, and even Dior put out its first loungewear collection called Dior Chez Moi in November. So everybody's getting in on these um, these like loungewear sets and athleisure. I know that my husband and I have been living in it, and I was out shopping with my mom and sister. Um, about a month ago in Austin and we noticed that like everything is all about comfort. Like we were just like couldn't get it, keep our hands off of the fabric, off the shirts and the, the pants that we were seeing. I'm like, oh my gosh, everything is super soft now and I'm here for it. Next up, half scratch meal kits have dinner on the table in less time. So I think we all know that we all have been doing a lot more cooking this year and um, less eating out. So people are really tired of cooking. I'm not one of those people, but I know a lot of people are. So these, quote, half-scratched meal kits come with pre-prepped ingredients. So all you have to do is throw it together and cook it. So these meal kit sales have soared this year. Like, things think like Sun Basket, Hungry Root, Home Chef, and more. Um, I've tried one of those services before. I'm trying to remember which. I think it was HelloFresh is what I've tried before. I really want to try Hungry Root, though, because I've seen that around, and it looks really good. Next up is sparkling water is getting supercharged with superfoods and more. So the soft drink industry has actually declined by an average of 4% per year over the past five years, which is an awesome stat. I'm just a, I'm a brand new health coach and that makes my heart smile. So (laughs) we all know that we should not be drinking sodas. Um, It has no nutritional value and it's just packed with sugar and a lot of probably artificial additives and things like that so sparkling water for the win those sales are soaring and expected to grow annually 12 percent from now until 2027 and not only is it just sparkling water but they're adding vitamins adaptogens probiotics and more like i've had some of the cbd sparkling waters like recess and dram are some of the brands um so yeah it's it's pretty great that we're gonna get some added benefits just from like our afternoon sparkling water Next up is adaptogenic shrooms will enjoy even more function in 2021. So like if you don't know what that means, those mushrooms like reishi and lion's mane, these are mushrooms that are adaptogenic, meaning that like your body um, uses them to adapt to stressors. So basically like we're all stressed out. So these would be helpful for pretty much everybody. Um, they benefit cognitive health, stress levels, immune support, and they have been mainstays in wellness circles for years. I did an article all about adaptogenic herbs um, on the Studio Hot blog a couple years ago once it started like really being talked about. So the pandemic has really shown the mainstream American market what East Asian me- medicinal traditions have understood for decades, the potential of mushrooms for supporting health. And honestly, I just think that people... Um, have been more open to things that may support their health um, during this time of COVID-19. Um, I really love my Organifi products that have adaptogenic mushrooms and Four Sigmatic is great too. They have um, like mushrooms in the coffee. Like you can't taste, it does not taste like mushroom coffee. Um, it just has has some added benefits in there. So um, if you haven't tried any adaptogenic herbs, I would highly recommend it, but make sure you research it um, and you should really only be using tiny amounts or get some of the products that already have it in it, like Four Sigmatic or Organifi. Next up is black owned beauty brands are finally getting more funding. So not only are black entrepreneurs twice as likely to be rejected for bank loans to help scale their businesses, but companies owned by black women, beauty brands included have traditionally received only 0.2% of venture capital funds. So, um, if you know anything about venture capital funds, women owned startups in general receive around 3% of investment dollars. So they're only the 0.2 of the three, um, So, 2021, fueled by a a growing consumer demand, beauty brands founded by Black, Indigenous, and people of color are set to claim a greater share of funding and shelf space than ever before with increased attention to Black-founded brands. So, that will be awesome, and I hope that is true. Next up is pandemic personal care products are designed to meet unprecedented needs. So, these are woes that need fixing, like... That just cropped up this year, like increased hand washing. So you got dry hands all the time, face masks, not of like the skincare variety, but the ones that we're wearing to protect ourselves and others from COVID-19. Hello, mask me. (laughs) And days spent entirely indoors. So you're just like not outside ever. Um, I think that personal care products are really going to change a lot um, due to all these factors. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. Next up is Plastic Free Beauty is about to do a solid for the environment. In 2021, however, the biggest innovations in the Plastic Free category will be for products used outside the shower. In January, Freeman Beauty is launching a line of cleansing face mask bars that target specific concerns like acne and hydration. Super Zero is bringing its first hair styler to market a frizz fighting bar that's meant to be smoothed over dry strands mirage a just launch brand that makes hair washing tablets you use by crushing in the palm of your hand and then sudsing up is also eyeing expansion into skin and body products peach similarly confirmed it will move into new categories of plastic free and water free formulations outside soap and shampoo um they're not saying how yet so i think this is really interesting um and i i'm hoping this will also be a trend too Next up is studio equipment finds a new home in our home. So this is not surprising to me. Stationary bikes, hello Peloton, treadmills and rowers will see more improvements in 2021 with more affordable equipment and connected digital experiences. So the NPD group reports that stationary bike sales have risen 100% this year. WGSN shares that searches for treadmills on Amazon have doubled since March. Icon Fitness, the largest gym equipment manufacturer in the world, has sustained 600% year over year growth since May. Cardio Purveyor Life Fitness's consumer orders have increased 130%, and at large, the fitness industry is expected expected to pack on $2 billion more in valuation over the next five years. Um, Echelon has plans to launch Treadmill, and NordicTrack just announced Vault, a mirror with a lowercase m device, which should hit big box stores any day now. Zwift. Can't say that. The online cycling and running app that is valued at over $1 billion is meanwhile expected to launch its first piece of hardware in 2021. So, this is going to be really interesting. And I know just anecdotally that a lot of my friends and a lot of people I know have been buying gym equipment or like beefing up their at home gym experience. Um, So, I think this is definitely true. Next up is Hard times prompt restorative modalities to hit pause on, quote, going hard. I've been saying this a lot this year, that people are realizing they don't have to be at a spin studio for a high-intensity 45-minute class to consider it a workout. Now you can just take a walk, maybe even stretch with a little virtual class, or maybe you're squeezing in your own 10 minutes of meditation in between your Zooms. So although that's not very helpful for my business, studio hop, and I think that people will always want to be in boutique fitness or the gyms they'll want to be get out of their houses and get some workouts in um around other people or just like have an instructor in person i know some people are not about the the at-home workouts um but i think this is good um an overall good trend that people are realizing that they don't have to like go hard for every workout and that workouts are going to look different and they have been looking very different this year um the director of events and marketing at New York City's East River Pilates, Holly Block, said, I think people have completely changed their relationship with working out this year. It used to be an adrenaline hour, and now it's become a survival mechanism. Like, no truer words have been spoken. It, working out for me has has definitely changed a lot. Like, why I do it, um, just mental health and just good for the soul. It's like a nice little escape and a good little boost for your your mind, body and soul really everything. We all just need an escape and a way to de-stress. Next up is al fresco workouts are a breath of fresh air. So a lot of studios moved outdoors out of necessity this year because of the pandemic. Um but a lot of them plan to keep it that way or at least have an outdoor option in 2021. So big studios like Barry's and Soul Cycle and SLT um, have had outdoor options, and there's a bunch of even local studios here in Dallas and in Austin as well that have had outdoor options. I mean, it's a little chilly now, but I think that these studios have been going out of their way to like bring equipment outdoors and bring in heaters or fans or whatever during the, whatever season we're in. Um, but I think it's just been so nice. I've been doing some in the park with. My friend Britta, who's been teaching some sculpt bar classes outside in the park, and it's been just so nice. It's like a form of therapy, just being outside. So I hope that it's it's going to stick around. Next up is more work from home means more wellness will be back in the office. So that's good news. Did you know that Slack, the company Slack, gives their employees one Friday of every month a day to reset? Or sorry, one Friday each month to reset. So I think we're going to see less ping pong tables and kombucha on tap. This is from the Well and Good um, article. They said that more focus on meaningful benefits to keep employees healthy and balanced with boundaries and connection. So that's good news too. Next up is there's a bright future for light-based wellness. So light impacts our circadian rhythm, our internal clock. And a strong circadian rhythm not only helps us sleep, but can also help benefit our alertness and mood. So um, the senior research engineer for Dyson's lighting team, Karen Daw, um, says, if you're not getting the right light at the right time of day, that can really affect how you feel and function. So we need artificial light that provides this circadian stimulation we're not getting from the sun. So the next class of light solutions Build upon the task lights and light boxes that gained popularity in recent years. So in 2021, they're saying we'll see wake up lights that kickstart your internal clock as you rise, and always on fixtures that give you the same benefits as a day spent outside. Um, so that's kind of wild to think, but it's probably necessary. Sound, sounds good to me. Finally, our last prediction, and by hour, I mean well and goods. Our indoor spaces will go green, literally. So just looking at plants has a positive impact on your mental health. Try it out. If you don't have any plants at home, maybe it's time to get some. Um, This is a quote from the founder and CEO of direct consumer plant retailer The Sill. Her name is Eliza Blank. People who've never owned plants before are not only getting into them for the very first time, but getting deeply into them. (laughs) She notes that both average order size and order value at the still have increased since March. She says, we've had consumers tell us, I bought my first plant in April and now I have 70. That's not an exaggeration, she assures. Instagram data supports this peaked interest in plant plant parenthood. Use of the hashtag houseplants grew 40% from August to September and plant fluencers. It's a thing. They've seen exponential follower growth. Wow. Okay. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you learned something new and enjoy this episode. Again, this wasn't all the trends that Well and Good is predicting for 2021. So if you want to read all of them, click the link in the show notes. And just as a reminder, a lot of this was like literally cut and paste, like quoted from these articles. And I kind of just interjected my own commentary. Um, but I want to know, did any of these trends resonate with you? I want to hear what you think. So, do you have any other predictions that you want to add? Just DM me on on Instagram. It's the Fitness Insider podcast and let me know. If you have someone you'd like to hear as usual on my podcast, don't be shy send me an email or a direct message on Instagram. I'm planning, currently planning for season two, which is coming out in January, 2021. So get ready for a fun and information packed new season and the new year. I really want this to be a podcast that you come to that makes you feel good, you feel entertained, you learn something new any of those things um, but I really do want you to have some good takeaways from every episode so that's what I'll be working towards this is my last episode of season one, I'm, thank you, I'm just so thankful for all of you for listening it really means a lot to me to hear from you all, get your feedback and just to know that you're out there listening honestly like podcast analytics are few and far between so just hearing like getting a text, um, getting a Message uh, that you listened really makes my day, so thank you so much. Um, it's just nice to know that you're out there listening, whether you're in the car driving, taking a walk, doing chores around the house, whatever you're doing while you're listening. I just appreciate every single one of you, and I hope you all have a wonderful holiday season. And then that you'll stick around and tune in to season two. So as always, be sure to hit subscribe wherever you're listening. You'll see new episodes come in every other Friday. And if you're feeling it, go rate and review me on Apple Podcast and share it with a friend. Before you leave, just a quick word from our sponsor, Snack Magic. I discovered snack magic by scrolling through instagram and they're the only 100 customizable snack box gifting service they have over 500 snacks and beverages on their menu and i'm on my third box and i'm still super excited to try like a bajillion more snacks i love getting to build my own snack box their website is super sleek and all the snacks and drinks are just so pretty they're all sorts of brands i haven't even seen yet and some i have that i've always wanted to try their menu is made up of a range of snacks and drinks from all over the world for a different uh, dietary needs and preferences. It honestly makes such a great gift. So if you're looking still for a holiday gift, maybe for a coworker, an employee, maybe a friend, uh, family, or yourself, treat yourself, this is the perfect gift because you can just send them a link. And they get to load up their snack box and it'll arrive at their door. So be sure to go check out Snack Magic, brighten someone's day, or order a box for yourself. I've also recently teamed up with the Snack Magic team and I have created my own snack stash that I have personally chosen out all the beverages and snacks for. So you can actually go to snackmagic.com and pick the Fitness Insider stash and that'll load up your cart with all the snacks that I chose. You can remove some or add some, but be sure to use the code stash to get 5% off of that box. Or if you're using your own, you're choosing your own snacks, then use the code THEFITNESSINSIDER. So I will put both codes in the show notes to make it extra clear, but whichever way you go, I know you guys will love all your snacks. So check out Snack Magic at www.snackmagic.com.